Welcome to the Self-Care Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole, and my friend, I'm on a mission to help you live a lifestyle you love. I believe that self-care is the key to living your best life. When you're taking great care of yourself first, it allows you to live the life you truly desire, instead of getting overwhelmed and exhausted and losing yourself in the chaos, to-do list, and negative influences. Self-care encourages growth into the best version of yourself. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite soul-soothing beverage, and let's do this. So I had a longtime client send me a fantastic question, and I wanted to answer it on the podcast because I'm sure some of you are curious about this as well. Her question was this, I have to ask you about something I read in AARP. They're saying if people over 50 don't eat 25 grams of protein with each meal, especially breakfast, they'll quickly lose muscle. I've gotten in the habit of fasting until lunchtime and truthfully not too sure if I'm consuming 25 grams then. This is a great question and there are actually a few different parts to it. Number one being, is that actually how much protein I should be shooting for? And if I'm not getting that, am I losing muscle quickly, as they say? And number two being, should I be getting that at breakfast when in my current routine, I'm fasting at that time? Let's tackle the amount of protein first. And the reason for this, by the way, and the reason it's being discussed in AARP is because muscle mass tends to decrease as we age. And if we want to avoid that so we can maintain our strength and ability to stay active, we need a good protein intake to fuel our needs repair our tissues, maintain stable blood glucose levels, and support energy production. So the amount of total protein that the article suggests is 25 to 30 grams with each meal, suggesting that a 150 pound individual should be consuming about 75 grams of protein per day. And I would say, yes, that's totally appropriate. If you weigh less, you can decrease that. So a 120 pound person should aim for a minimum of 60 grams of protein. Remember though, dietary needs can depend on a lot of different factors, one being a person's activity level. So if you're someone that's kicking butt on the pickleball court in the morning, then hitting the fitness center for a resistance training session and going for a walk in the evening, you're gonna wanna bump up that protein intake a bit. The article suggests between 0.5 to 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So lean towards the higher end of that if your lifestyle includes a high activity level. Now, if you're more sedentary, the lower end of that recommendation might be just fine for you. If 25 to 30 grams of protein sounds difficult to achieve, here's an example of a few protein sources just to give you an idea of how easy this could be. Three ounces of skinless chicken breast has 24 grams of protein. Three ounces of grass-fed beef has 21 grams of protein. One egg has seven grams of protein. I use a grass-fed beef protein powder, which has 21 grams of protein in it. So if you're whipping up one of my favorite meals, which is taco bowls using grass-fed beef, lots of veggies topped with salsa and guac, and you've got three plus ounces of beef in your bowl, you're good to go for that meal. I also just want to quickly touch on the question of, hey, if I'm not getting that amount, am I quickly losing muscle mass? And it depends on some of those factors that we just discussed, that being how active you are, and what your historical intake has been. If you're realizing that you haven't been getting maybe as much protein as that recommendation, that doesn't mean that once you hit 50, your muscle mass is gonna tank, but there's no better time than the present to get up to speed on making sure you're fueling your body appropriately so that you can prevent that age-related decrease in muscle mass. 
Now let's tackle the second part of that question. What if I'm currently fasting at breakfast? The article suggests that having protein at breakfast is very important. Now I'm a fan of time-restricted eating. I think it makes sense to allow your gastrointestinal system time to process what we're putting in. There has been research in the last few years indicating that when we fast or take a break from eating matters more than how long we fast. And all this has to do with your circadian rhythm, which is your body's 24 hour cycle. We are diurnal creatures, meaning we have an active daytime phase and a slower nighttime phase. Dr. Sarah Mednick is a cognitive neuroscientist and sleep researcher at the University of California, Irvine, and she recently published a book called The Power of the Downstate. And I just love how eloquently she explains the rhythms of the body and how they all relate to our circadian rhythm and autonomic balance. She makes a very valid point, and several research papers support this very point, that our bodies are more active in the daytime hours and more primed in regards to the levels of several hormones to support the necessity of eating during those hours, suggesting that front-loading your feeding window may be better so that you're syncing your food intake with the active phase of your day. So fueling all that activity, so to speak, and then slowing down or halting food intake in the evening or dark cycle of your circadian rhythm, when our bodies should be winding down and focusing on resting and preparing for a good night of sleep and digesting and assimilating what we've eaten earlier in the day. So point being, when it comes to fasting, number of hours don't seem to matter as much as when. And the research is pointing to paying attention to our natural circadian rhythm of eating when it's light out and then stopping eating when it's dark. Now I have to say it, every human is different. What works for one doesn't work for all, but I think it makes sense to honor the natural rhythms of the body. So as with everything else, try it on. See if it fits right for your life. See how you feel. See if it makes a difference for you in how you sleep and how energized you feel. Like my beautiful client, if you have questions, I have my Facebook and Instagram linked in the show notes. So send me a message and let me know so I can support you. Thanks so much for being here, my friends. I appreciate you. And if you haven't yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite listening apps and leaving a rating and review would be incredibly helpful as well. I'll look forward to talking with you next time.